level of maturity. I think he's demonstrated that, you know, certainly in, in, in some of the races this year. When I look back to 2016 and that Barcelona Grand Prix, he was so young. Yeah. What were you thinking? I know we all knew he was good. We were thinking, how the hell did he do that? Because we thought we'd put Daniel on the better strategy and Max managed to convert a one-stop or whatever yes. it was at the time into a, into a win. I'm thinking, how did he make the tyres last? I mean, did he just do that? And I remember it was the most surreal thing. He'd never even sat in the car before yeah. the weekend. You know, it just chucks him straight in and he, 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 boom, first victory. It was mental, wasn't it? Fairy tale stuff. And how much of a risk were you taking putting him in the car in the first place? It was a calculated risk because obviously there were options coming up within his contract. And uh, Daniel at the time, uh, Daniel uh, Kvyat was, uh, you know, he was struggling a bit. And you know, Red Bull's in the privileged position where it has two teams. And so therefore to make that switch served two purposes. And Helmut got a lot of flack at the time for that. But yeah, it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. And it secured you know, Max for the long term that we could then start to build with. And with Max and Daniel, we had, you know, three more years, 16, 17, 18 of a fantastic combination with those two drivers. Yeah. You mentioned Daniel. We talked about him at the top of the show. Do you think he's regretted leaving? Uh, you'd have to ask him that. Do you, you, think have he, you, do you think he's regretted? Have you ever asked him that? Not outright. I mean... When he announced he was leaving Renault, he gave me a call in the shutdown last year. And he's, I remember him saying, you're probably thinking, I told you so. And yeah, you did. <laughs> um, but you, you know, that was a decision that he felt he needed to make at that time. And, um, you know, he's still a great friend of the team. He's a great driver. I'm sad to see him having the struggles that he's having at the moment, but I'm sure he'll, he'll come through them. Quick word on Checo, if we could. What does he give you that Pierre and Alex didn't? I think he just gives us that experience. You know, he's got 10 years worth of experience. He's got an ability to manage tyres within a race that is second to none. And it just brings a different dynamic, you know, into the lineup. Both Pierre and, and Alex are tremendously gifted drivers, but timing just wasn't right. And in the pressured environment that that we have and the expectation it it was it was very tough for them and i think that you know it was a bold move to step out of the scheme this year with checo but for the first time since mark weber we've taken a non red bull junior driver but the way he's settled in the way he's delivering particularly after that victory in bahrain last year would have been very tough for him not to be in formula one and i think he brings a dynamic in the fight that we have with mercedes you know, that's starting to pay dividends. You saw that in the French Grand Prix and also Azerbaijan getting his first victory before the way he, he fended off Lewis. Lewis would have probably, you know, won that race had it not been for Checo. So he's he's absolutely delivering. Are you continuing to commit resources to 2021 or where, where are you back at the factory in terms of where's the focus? You're not going to let this one slip, are you? You know, I read with interest all these people say, yeah, we've turned off 2021 and we're, we're a race team. You know, 2022, they all count. All the years count. And you're as good as your last race in this business. So, you know, of course we continue to put effort in and push. And if that means working a few more hours and drinking a few more Red Bulls, everybody's pretty motivated at this point in time. So, uh, you know, the pain is worth the gain. Would you sacrifice 2022 to get this one across the line? No, because the expectation in this business 
is that you've got to deliver. But we've got to deliver this year and then we've got to deliver next year. So you've got to balance your resources accordingly. But we're a race team and you, you roll with the circumstances that you have. If you need to improve the car, you've got to improve it. You can't say, yeah, well, we'll leave that till next year. You're punchy. I can see you've got lots of energy. Yeah, you're, loving I, it, aren't I, you? you you're know, absolutely uh, loving it. Absolutely. And I think that it's a great place for the team to be in. And yeah. we've worked hard. I think we're massively excited about the future. Yeah. You know, the whole powertrain story, how that's going to unfold. And um future's bright. If you win the world championship, we need to think of a, not a forfeit. That would be the wrong thing, wouldn't it? But Christine, you know how like you jumped in the pool at Monaco? Yeah, you can forget that. You can absolutely forget that. I tell you what, you could do something, mate. 